14, away from their mothers for the very first time. She felt they had no respect at all, waving American flags with the stars of 34 states when 11 no longer belonged. Two days prior, on July 2nd, about 3,500 of them crossed the Potomac, slipped through a gap in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and trampled across the lush sprawl of the Shenandoah Valley to face the Southern Army at Falling Waters, a romantic spot, in Belle's opinion, eight miles from her home. There, Confederate Colonel Thomas Jackson was waiting with four cannon and 380 boys of his own. When the rebels retreated, they left the field scattered over with blankets and canteens, and most regrettably to Belle, only 21 Yankee wounded and three Yankee dead. She took the loss at Falling Waters personally. She had family in this war, uncles and cousins, and even her 45-year-old father, a wealthy shopkeeper and tobacco farmer who depended on a team of slaves to grow and harvest his crop. Despite his age and social prominence, he'd enlisted as a private in Company D, 2nd Virginia Infantry, part of Colonel Jackson's brigade. The mood in her home shifted overnight, with Belle noticing a general sadness and depression in her mother and younger siblings, all of them too consumed by worry even to sleep. The entire town seemed unsettled. Berkeley County, of which Martinsburg was the county seat, had voted three to one against secession, the only locale in the Shenandoah Valley to do so. Seven companies of soldiers were recruited from the county, five for the Confederacy and two for the Union, and now neighbor fought against neighbor, friend against friend. No one dared trust anyone else. Citizens formed a volunteer home guard, sitting up all night and arresting anyone prowling about, an enterprise that lasted until one member was fatally shot by a stranger passing through town. The women of the valley got to work supporting the war effort, gathering to sew clothing and raise money for supplies. At first, Belle joined them, wielding her needle and laundering sheets, but she soon found such activities too tame and monotonous. Instead, she scandalized the ladies of Martinsburg by openly waving to soldiers on the street and organized trips to the Confederate camp at nearby Harper's Ferry, where all of them temporarily escaped the gloomy atmosphere of their homes. They danced the Virginia Reel and sang Dixie and forgot about the prospect of impending battle. Belle herself exchanged fond vows with several young soldiers, even as she wondered how many of them would soon be dead. War will exact its victims of both sexes, she mused, and claims the hearts of women no less than the bodies of men. Occasionally she wandered around camp, handing out religious tracts, denouncing everything from profanity to gambling to procrastination. Soldiers, one cautioned, must avoid the sin of being surprised by either the enemy or the devil, not because she objected to such vices, but because she longed to be useful. Any unfamiliar man might be a Yankee spy, and she believed it was her duty to entrap him. Be very careful what you say, she warned one trespasser dressed as a photographer. I was born at the North, but have lived among these people seven years. 
My sympathies are all with the Northern people. I am trying now to get a pass from General Beauregard that I may visit my sister in New York, who is a teacher in one of the public schools. I will gladly take any message you may want to send to your friends. The stranger declined her offer, but she would have other opportunities to dupe Yankee men. This respite at camp was interrupted by reports that the enemy was marching down the Shenandoah Valley. The men went to fight at Falling Waters on July 2nd, and the women went home. After the Confederates retreated, the Union continued on south toward Martinsburg, scheduled to arrive in time for a victory parade on the 4th of July. Bell recognized that this day now belonged only to the Yankees, the 85th birthday of a nation that had amputated a third of itself, split into uneven halves. Staring out her window onto South Queens...